cliffcentral.com. So, Anthea, how are things, uh, considering that this is a weekend where we finally got some positive sentiment moving around? I've got some positive news in the stock market as well for a change. Oh, Isn't yeah? that nice? Oh, yeah? Tell us more. Yeah, so the JSC was up 3% for October. So we finished October last week. Good news. The resources index was up seven over 7%. And for year-to-date, the JSC is up uh, 7%, about. Thank goodness, because we were, we were teetering around absolutely nothing. Flat, eh? Yeah. Really, yeah. Um, and we had a trade surplus in September on top of August trade surplus. We were expecting about 2 billion rand trade surplus. It came in at 5.2 billion. Excellent. I know. It's very exciting. It Good. all seems like really great news. And then on Friday, you can see this is positive or negative up to you, but Moody's changed our outlook from stable to negative, but they did not downgrade us to sub-investment grade. That's kind of what you predicted? That's exactly what I predicted. <laughs> so, in other words, just listen to Anthea and none of this will be yes. a surprise to you. And you'll be okay. Yeah. There we go. I mean, the bad, the bad news is that unemployment rate is still very high, the highest in 11 years at 29.1%, um, which is a bit disappointing. But, you know, I think it will follow. So, if we can get kind of manufacturing and get things right and the market can start r- rising um, – Companies will start employing and hopefully that'll change, which is completely the opposite from the US. On Friday, they announced that they had added 128,000 jobs. Consensus was for 75,000. So they're doing particularly well again. Um, their unemployment rate edged up a little bit to 3.6%, still oh, the yeah. lowest level since 1969. And then a bit of good news for them as well. Their hourly rate increased by 3% since last year, which was the problem previously. So we all know that the U.S. has been adding jobs, but lower paid jobs. So now it looks like finally wages are increasing as well. Okay. So they're all kind of roundabout there. And then some more good news. Lots of good news. The U.S. cut interest rates on Wednesday by a quarter of a percent. Now, you you may or may not care whether the U.S. cuts interest rates, but they're doing it to boost their economy. And we're very much still driven by global economy. So if the U.S. economy is stable and growing, then I think we're going to be okay. You know that's always been my concern is that we're very much – in the late stage of the economic cycle globally, and South Africa is now trying to catch up. We're desperately trying to catch up or, or trying to take advantage of this like 10 year bull market, longest bull market in history, by the way, which we South Africans Fantastic. didn't take advantage of. Um, but now we're trying to catch up, and so I think it's going to be quite hard. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So that's the macro side. Um, and then on company news, Sassel reported. So first of all, they had co-CEOs, both of them resigned, which I think is absolutely right because of this Lake Charles project, right? We've been mm-hmm. talking about this Lake Charles cracker project forever and how it's gone from being predict, a uh, 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 projected billion dollar cost to like, I don't know, three billions. It's just the numbers. It's, it's a big loss maker. Ridiculous. It's not good. And it keeps getting delayed. And by the way, this is a good reason for a CEO to resign because your whole job is to make some money into more money. That's your job as a CEO. It's not about what you're doing in your private time. Absolutely. I don't think anyone... Oh, we're talking about McDonald's now. Well, yeah, I don't think anyone who's serious about business really cares what happens outside of the profit margins. Um. Yeah. So, so, so there's a whole move towards ESG in companies at the what moment. What is ESG? Um, environment, social governance issues. Mm-hmm. Um, so companies like Sassel get caught because, you know, they're oil producing 
and they're fracking and they're doing all sorts of things which apparently are bad for the environment. And so they get um, chastised because they don't actually get penalized for it at this stage. They just get chastised. Um, and companies and, and, and consumers or investors are wanting to be invested in companies that do the right thing for the environment, for social and governance issues. And I think your McDonald's issue, I mean, you can call it a social issue, but I don't think so, right? No, no, it's, it's see, like, there are people in the, the, the rest of the world and in the streets who are trying to make their issues everyone else's. And here you have two people who fell in love. It's not prior, it's not the best thing to happen. Um, everybody understands that this is not optimal. How old was she? How old are they? I'm not sure. He's in his 50s. I'm not sure how old she is. Because the issue is it's a power thing, right? Yeah, I get yeah. that. But she says, you know, they fell in love. So as far as she's concerned, it's all legit. And he's resigned because there's a huge amount of, of social pressure on him mm. to do this. It's just crazy. Yeah, that is just crazy. Yeah, she's loving it. Oh, oh come no. on. Did did it did it you have got such... By the way, Sia, oh. while we're talking about do you... Do you not have the ability to switch Sia's mic off? Sia, please. Hi, Sia, this is your Uber driver. I'm currently, uh, I'm currently sitting on your couch in my undies uh. eating Cocoa Pops. Also, you're out of toilet paper. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, oh, I had hope for a second there. No. <laughs> I'm so gullible. Oh my gosh. All right, so what else, Anthea? Um, and Taste Holdings announced last week that they're selling Starbucks. Oh. They currently have 13 stores in South Africa, and they're selling it for 7 million rand if you're interested. Anybody want to buy that? Um. So the problem with Starbucks is. That it, it just costs so much to roll out. And I think where Starbucks versus Avida or Seattle Coffee have got it wrong is that Starbucks have very big stores, whereas Seattle, Vida have tiny stores. And it's, I don't think, I, th- I don't think it's that South Africa is not a coffee culture anymore. I think we really have become a coffee culture, right? Mm-hmm. I remember like when I first went, not first, but when I went to the US many years ago, there was geez, coffee shops everywhere and not a coffee shop in South Africa. And I completely yeah. understood that South Africa was not a coffee culture. We didn't buy a coffee, walk around, walk into the office. But actually now, most of the guys in the office come into the office in the mornings with a cup of Starbucks or yeah, Seattle do. or Vito I've noticed coffee. that even here we have a coffee machine and people still come in with their own. Yeah, we also have a coffee yeah. machine. It's so bizarre. It's a, it's a real spoil, isn't it? It's right. like a real nice way to start your day, a real treat. But anyway, so I think Taste Holdings have got it wrong. You know, last year they were trying to sell their Are luxury. Are they just trying to offload it or is there a, ser- a serious acquisition possibility here for, for someone else? So they've announced that there is a purchaser which they haven't identified, but I don't think it's gone through yet. So they've right. said that potentially there is a buyer. Seven million rand. Mm. It's not a lot, huh? But the problem is rolling out these stores. It costs yeah. a lot. How many to are there? These. 13 stores. That's not enough. And... Hmm. Yeah. So last year they generated 108 million rand in sales and an operating loss of 22.5 million rand. I was going to say, what do the books look like? Yeah, not great. <laughs> <laughs> so that's where it is. This is the same company, by the way, that last year tried to sell um, their jewelry business. So they also own Arthur Kaplan and NWJ. Hmm. Oh. Um, and they're also going to try and get rid of Domino's Pizza. So they've decided fast food is not for them. Hmm. All right. And then Afrimat put out an exceptional set of results as well. Um, 
Yeah, 57% growth in operating profit. That's just mind-blowing. But we'd previously spoken about this company, right? They're the construction company that put out a trading statement two weeks ago. Um, and then offshore, two bits of news. Tiffany, the jewelers, um, has received a $14.5 billion takeover approach from LVMH. Oh, okay. That's yeah. the Louis Vuitton group that's With owned Tennessee. by the, the Pinot family of that's France. That's correct. Yes, okay. that's right. I mean, it's really them and the Ruperts who are in the luxury goods business. They dominate, completely Those dominate. two companies own all of it. Pretty much, yes. <laughs> and, they're, and they're looking to... Um, LVMH are looking to pay a nice little premium for where the share closed. Okay. And then Google is buying Fitbit for $2.1 billion. Um, wow. Yeah, which is an interesting one because actually the, the thing here is that Fitbit have said to their clients apparently, because I'm not a Fitbit client, but that you, if Google does buy them and they opt out, you, I mean, and if Google does buy them, you can opt out as a Fitbit consumer and not pass your data onto Google. Because oh. I would have thought it's all about data, right? Yeah. For Google. Google says they just want to introduce the Made by Google logo. Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So skeptical, you yeah. lot. <laughs> all right, Anthea, we have a question for you. Is there any indication of the size of the informal market in South Africa? I was astonished to hear that more than 80% of fresh fruit and vegetables in South Africa is traded outside of retail. All those people are somehow making a living and getting on with it. Isn't that interesting? That's yeah. a good question from Carla. It is a very good question, Carla. So there are, um, there are guesstimates around what it should be, but off the top of my head, I don't know. But yeah, massive, massive. And talking about the fast food industry and their values, they believe you can unleash your inner foodie with their latest campaign, WTF. Yeah, I'm not sure which fast food uh, business that is. But I'm guessing that's McDonald's. All of their... Ad, ad campaigns are pretty boring. Uh, I mean, none of them are really as brave as, as they need to be because they're all scared. They're trying to, like, <laughs> straddle this divide between being a family restaurant on one hand and actually having some character on the other. Yeah, that that is um, McDonald's. Unleash your inner foodie. I actually have heard the ads. Um, quite funny. <laughs> it's worth well, going to Google. okay. <laughs> then uh, maybe, maybe we just got it wrong. But there is a, a very good reason that bland and brand – are just one letter apart. Wow. Gracious. <laughs> and on that note, oh, okay. <laughs> that's the day. <laughs> I mean, do you want to shut down the whole entire advertising industry? <laughs> very good. Okay. Thanks Thank very you. much. Thank you. Cliffcentral.com.